Okay, another episode of Behind the Vinyl with uh, Darren and me, Nicholas. And today we're joined by the mighty Mickey D. Yeah, the one and only Mickey D. The M&M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, true. Welcome aboard, mate. MMD. MMD. Yeah, thank you. Nice to have you in your back here in Stockholm. Yeah, it's uh, great to be back here Coming through. for a few hours, as always, and... Uh, yeah, I'm starting to lose my voice now after all day of yapping. <laughs> been doing but promo. It's great. promo all day. All day. And you've been back? In all morning, all day. Yeah. All afternoon. And it's going to go all night too? It's going to go tonight, but it'll be tonight thing. Luckily, it's going to be a little more more wet. Yes, there might be a, uh, <laughs> so much sparkling water you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> and you're um, you're back in Sweden. You've been back for a, a week now, right? Yes, exactly a week. And, and then going in in less than a week's time again. No, a little more than it's it's uh, like eight days or so. We got Russia and east of Europe left to do. Oh, and uh, we just left South America and. Uh, uh, and Rock in Rio. What was that like? Incredible. And, you know, we played there with Motorhead 2011. And it was great to come back with the Scorps and, and do such a full fucking fantastic show. Because, as I said in early interviews, that it's very seldom that five members have a jackpot at the same time or are on top of your game. There's always a little... Someone that say, ah, it wasn't too good for me, or, or there could be equipment failure, stuff that happens, and they always happens. And if I'm gonna go through a bass drum head, it will be at that show, <laughs> and it, it it never happens. So, but it didn't, and we all were very happy with the show, and obviously the crowd as well. So they voted us to be the best band of the whole week. Week, so yeah, that's cool. And a, it was great. And that was, who else played there? Maiden played there? Yeah, Muse Maiden, Red there. Hot Chili Peppers, Bon Jovi, All right. Pink, uh, Muse. Uh, I mean, so many great, mm. fantastic bands. I saw half the Maiden show and it, it was outstanding, you know? Yeah. Cool. That, that's one. That's a bucket list thing for me. Rock in Rio? Rock in oh, Rio. you have yeah. to go. It's yeah. a fantastic yeah. event. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. How many the whole have- city, all, all, all of Brazil and... They they live this. Right. If there's any country in the world that that's one of them, you know, where where uh, everyone likes rock. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the fans are crazy there, right? They're just just yeah, level. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. fantastic <laughs> way. Yeah. We, they, we talked we talked about the Ramones earlier. I remember reading something in the Ramones book that uh, you know Ramones had a, a moderate level of success. Mm. You know that it wasn't. You know, they weren't a giant band. But I read how they'd go to South America and the fans were just oh, absolutely yeah. crazy. We played, uh, we, we sold out 70,000 people, Ramon's Motorhead in Buenos Aires. We were stadium together, right. you know, so. That's cool. That's great. How, how many people at Rock in Rio for your show? 300,000, I think. Damn. But 500 million viewers. Right. Wow. We haven't got the numbers yet, but it could be up to that number. Wow. I said. 
<laughs> that's half a yeah 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 well that's something that's different i think these days because i think that like if you go back to like the 70s and the 80s south america was way more um it wasn't a place where you where bands really played and there yeah. was a lot of financial but stuff and things it, like it that was the but, yeah economics that yeah we played there early days but it was a different situation and once they opened up and they they could afford to bring down proper bands but what it, then then it exploded but the fact that they they were on their own for a very long time yeah. they also developed amazing musicians and bands coming right. out of there yeah. that we never heard of yeah i mean that, especially on the drummer side they, insane percussionists and drummers mm -hmm. it's in their blood and in in their in their yeah the whole deal is is just amazing so yeah great fun down there do you, do you ever get inspiration from that seeing that in in um i just want to yeah i get inspired to quit <laughs> <laughs> that's the best inspiration yeah. i just want to fucking quit when i see these guys go go nuts you know you go where have i been all the time? Yeah. <laughs> no it's I get jealous of their nature, how uh, how it's in their blood somehow. You know, I, I I don't have that. Right. I have it in a different way. I I, I think, uh, of course, I have some gene that that obviously helped me play drums, uh, but they seem to go from zero to being amazing. Uh, the same as as uh, the old ping pong players in uh, in the seventies in Sweden, they were right. in China yeah. playing, and and the world champ we had, he got beat in a cafe by an old man, <laughs> yeah. being like sixty years old. He beat him. Uh -huh. You know, it's amazing because everybody's dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to South America, they they know how to bang a drum, even if they even never held one in their hand. Right, right. It sounds good. Yeah. 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 So you can imagine when they get going on, on really practicing getting into it, it's just a, a flow in their blood somehow. And, and I could be a little jealous of that. <laughs> Love it. Let's, let's quickly play a song. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Overkill, the album here. And let's start it off with the song Overkill. playing that yeah of course because yeah. you were playing that even with the scorpions too right you yes started off. and it's kind of a little funny story because that was just about south america we were about to co go down there for the first time with me 
And the memories I have from Motorhead, I, I, I just said, look, guys, I think me and Klaus were sitting talking first. Uh, I said, how about doing a, a little tribute to Lem? Let's, what about doing one Motorhead song just for, for South America when we go down there? Oh, brilliant idea. Yeah, that could be good. I said, they're going to go absolutely bananas down there. Because they know me yeah, yeah. as well as they know you, pretty much, and uh, and uh, and my history. So they they would love that, and they they are so sad that let me pass and stuff. And uh, I said to Klaus, I'll tell you what, next week I'm gonna go through some songs, like a couple of songs that that I think will be a, a good fit. I said, yeah, great, Mick. And and then he came back to me, less than uh, just a few days. I said, I think I I heard a song that would work. And I go, oh, which one? I thought he was thinking about Chase is better than the catch or, you know, some, you know, something more groovy. And he go, overkill. And I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have never suggested overkill. I was very lucky that he thought that was a good. So I said, all right, let's do it. And, and when we did it, he, <laughs> he went down with a bang, you know. And they never, they didn't want to stop playing it, so we kept it up till now. So, right. Yeah. Nice. I've played it fans, for years now. So. Yeah, yeah. The fans everywhere would have really, really and, enjoyed and it. And oh, Klaus yeah. told, asked me a couple of days after, after a couple of shows, they said, have you seen any, Mickey, or, or what do you think? How, how are we doing this song? What do you think? Are we doing this right? Is it okay? And uh, I said, we do it just, perfect right because we do an overkill the scorpion way yeah we're not trying to sound like motorhead because no band in the world can sound like motorhead if we try to sound like motorhead we will look like clowns <laughs> you know but we are doing it and so continue with your with your way of singing this is scorpions playing one motorhead song yeah and it's so respectful and you saw with all this Lemmy on the screens, and you see these badass bikers in the front, they're crying and pointing, you know. <laughs> it, was, you know it was very emotional, you know, for a lot of people. So they really enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. So it was a good little yeah. thing, you know, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you, do you, are you ever surprised that, uh, at, like, the, the following you have and Motorhead, Motorhead has? Does it the ever, what? The, the following. Does it ever surprise you just how... Yeah, how with, with that kind of following, it's it, it's going to surprise anyone, of course, you know. It's... I'm, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. And what I mean with that is that such a unique, real band, how can you not follow that? Yeah. Because of the honesty that the band stood for and stands for, and the way Lemmy was as a character and the realness of what we did all these years, how can you not follow that? It's like uh, you go out and say, you know, I won't mention any car brands, but look at that car. It's a piece of shit. I don't like that car. Okay, tell me what you don't like with that car. And they, they can't come up with one single thing that is bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and the same uh, for, for a band like Motorhead. What is there not to like, really? You can think less of the music, but then there's something else that really attracts you. 
you can love the music, but you hate the looks of us or Lamb or whatever we stand for. And, and that is a little bit. So it, it's easy to fall in love with one band like that. So, no, I'm not surprised. The other side, yes, I am surprised that you can get that much into it, you know, and, and create your own lifestyle because of a band that reminds you of something that maybe you don't have or you at least want to get. So yeah. it could be a little surprising sometimes. Yeah. I used to work at this place called Rock City. Right, it's yeah. this, this club in, in Nottingham, yeah. which you yeah, would have played there. Play there yeah, and the, uh, the, the, the crew that would load in, the local crew, um, would... Tough boys. T- very tough boys. <laughs> but I can remember it was kind of a countdown till Motorhead got there. Yeah. Because you, when I was working there, you guys played twice, I think. Oh, many? Twice? No. This I'm, was when I was working there. Oh. When I was working I there. I played it 10 times, 15 <coughs> times, I think. Yeah. And it was the countdown. All the bands we've had, it's like, well, Motorhead's in like three months. Okay, Motorhead's in a month. Okay, Motorhead's next week. And it was the same thing <laughs> yeah. all over the place we played there. Because we played the same venues on every UK tour. Right, yeah. Uh, it was a count. I even saw some big board they had with all the bands, and the motor was a big fucking star right there, you know, <laughs> and separated and you know all kinds of shit around it, glitter, and that was the highlight. Right. And it was uh, so, and we had a fantastic crew when they came. They 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 hooked up with everyone. It was a very enjoyable day. Easy going day, yeah. sold out the house. They know that we delivered. It was never a, a matter of, oh shit, here comes that fucking asshole again, you know? <laughs> right. yeah. no. Now we're in trouble. If yeah. we don't have this, oh, he's gonna go crazy, he's gonna be angry, oh, he's gonna treat us like shit. Oh, the, oh, the fucking tour manager is horrible. No, it was such an easy, I mean, people really lived up to it and enjoyed it. Yeah. And it feels great to have been a part of that and, and to put that joy into people's lives, you know? Yeah. I, I just, uh, going back to the, to the album Overkill, uh, when you started playing with them, the first tour you did in 92, um, opening song, I think on all of that tour, at least the, the first couple of dates, was uh, I'll Be Your Sister from the yeah. Overkill album. We did that for a few years. Yeah. I'll Be Your Sister. And then straight into... Uh, What's the f- song called? Um, oh, I'll I, I remember <laughs> it in a minute. I don't think you played, uh, at least on th- those first couple of dates that I found, you didn't play, you actually didn't play the song Overkill. We did it? No, you, you played I'll Be Your Sister. I think you played Metropolis. I think yeah, you played. Yeah, but Overkill was always the last song, always. Yeah. We never played it anywhere else. Right. Uh, I believe it must have been in there because. On the first tour when we played uh, Hammersmith Audion, right. I, I and I almost got crushed by the bomber. Oh, that was in Overkill. <laughs> so we yeah. did it on the tour. Right. Yeah. Okay. We might have skipped it on one day or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was just taking a couple of set lists and it, yeah, it was... I was injured in a foot or something. Right. But uh, what do you mean you nearly got crushed by the bomber? What What happened? Well, I had a I had a hydraulic drum riser. Right. Yeah. And he, he went from half a meter when he was down yep. to about one and a half meter up. Right. And 
it operated by three guys in this metal box, very vintage with some buttons and switches, very, very primitive. So it went up and down and side and and uh, these three clowns were just rented in for that show, I believe, because we only had the bomber on on the London show. Right. right. It cost ten thousand pounds a show to carry with its own truck and all that. Whoa. So it's very very expensive. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Just to bring that bomber with the lights and yeah. the truck. And the operators and the drivers, uh, it came down to about 10 grand a show. Right. Huh. So we only put it in for, for the London show, I remember. And, <laughs> and these guys did all the measuring when the drum riser was down. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was up. So when I start playing and they start lowering the bomber, he's a big heavy. Yeah. He was steel. There was an aluminum or yeah. carbon yeah. or anything. Yeah. He was pure steel. With I don't know how many thousands of watts mm. of light cans, the old thousand watt park cans, just one of these were, were decent weight. Yeah. yeah. And it came down and down and down and down and, and I, go, I was sitting with my head between my knees playing overkill. The cymbal stands had already broken because right. they were screwed to the drum rise, so they just spoinked oh. off, you know, <laughs> and like a spring, you know, and before they got to stop this bomber, my drums are crushed and I'm sitting. <laughs> I was ready just to throw my... I couldn't even stand up to, to get away. I had to throw myself between the bass drums uh -huh. to protect myself if, if it came down further. <laughs> so I played with my, my legs and my head between my, my knees, try to play, hitting the snare drum above my head. <laughs> It was amazing. It was funny as hell. That total Spinal Tap moment. Yeah. <laughs> spinal Tap so. is so real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so but real. as Lem said, with Spinal Tap, with no script, you know, so, <laughs> so it, was a, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play another song. I think we're going to play No Class. Find life on the road now. You still enjoying it more than ever? You actually do, seem like actually. you're in a really great place. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. I feel very much at home with Scorpions, and uh, and again, it feels good that I can feel that I make a difference in, yeah. in you know not just being a hired gun and sitting back there playing the old Herman stuff or James Coltac stuff or. or I'm really trying to make a difference. I try to add something to the band. Uh, heaviness, tightness, uh, energy, uh, overall enjoyment, you know. It's a band that's been around for 52 years. Mm. And it takes a lot for these guys to, to not to enjoy themselves, of course, because they do that every night, but, but to, to get that little extra. You can't just show up and, and say that you are great you have to really prove yourself mm. and uh, for it to click i mean it's a different family for me to join into and and for them to have a a, 
a new son, another moron joining the band, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, different demands, different values, different uh, way of seeing things. And so it, it takes a little while to get into that. But I'd said it clicked right away. And, and now we've just been working on minor details. And for me to join a band like Scorpius with a full production that we never had with Motorhead, because they wouldn't allow us to have it. Mm. Fans really hated it. We tried with walkways and screens, and we got booed out afterwards. They wanted the old-fashioned, the martial rigs on the stage, an old wooden drum riser, the thousand-watt, you know, aluminum park cans, mm. uh, all that shit. The very lights and shit. That, no, they didn't go for that. Right. Um, so it, it was a very narrow framework we had to work with with Motorhead. And with Scorpions, I got the amazing seat in the house. I'm sitting, I, I got the best seat in the house there. I remember it came up on James Koltak's drums, and I go, wow, you know, what a view here. I wasn't jammed in between Lemmy stacks and <laughs> Phil stacks oh, yeah. uh, halfway back and seeing these two freaks run across turning each other down the whole set, you know? <laughs> when Lem was singing, Phil was over turning Lemmy down. And when Phil was soloing, Lemmy was over turning Phil down. And then afterward, they said, I don't fucking touch your shit. I go, hey, you li look, you got a third member in the band. I see everything. Yeah. <laughs> You're turning each other down the whole fucking set. So it was a, a constant running back and forth. So uh -huh. I had a fun, fun seat in the house. But here, here's different, you know? Here, everything is really on a clock. Bam, 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 bam. You right, know, yeah. we, we start and we finish. And there's no er room for errors, no room for breathing, no right. room for extra shit, really. It goes. And uh, which makes the, the set extremely hard for me. Right. People say, oh, you, you can sleep your way through this one. <laughs> I go, I can do three motorhead shows in a row. And I won't even get to as tired as I am after a Scorpion show. Oh, wow. 2.15 huh. is kicking my ass. Right. I give it all. And because of the tempos of the songs, yep. I hit much harder now. Oh. Again. Right. There was no room for, for to play. I couldn't play harder than I did with Motorhead. But now the tempos are down on some, most of the songs and... Gives me may, way more headroom okay. to smack my fucking drums even harder. So I, I started to form even a little different style from what I did with Motorhead, which feels great. You know, it's <laughs> after 25, almost 25 years with Motorhead and Phil did 31, we could sit in the tour bus and talk sometimes and go, ah, you know. We finished this year, and we knew exactly how the next year we're going to be. Right, right, right. Same venues, almost the same dates. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're talking a few few day error here, you know. Yeah. If we were there the 30th or the 15th, maybe we play the 17th this year. Yeah. So we knew it was a, a repetitious. And the Scorp guys have said the exact same things. Mm. They were so. They are very tired of playing the same arenas, same everything. They would love to put in more stuff that they haven't done, and that is so natural. You yeah. know, if you go to the same work for twenty five years, 
in them 52 years. Yeah. 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 Uh, I totally fully understand that. So I would say that I, I was a fresh piece of meat when they came in, when I came in. And I feel that I kicked them in the, in the, in their fucking asses big time. And, and the doors swing two ways. They kicked my ass too. Mm. Cause I get to experience a completely new band and, and a, a new challenge and a new show and a new way of playing. And so couldn't, couldn't be better. Do you think there will be an album? We are score? doing one. Next you are now. Year. Yes, it's done. Oh, oh it, really? It's, it's done. It's done. It, no, but it's uh, <laughs> it's set that we're doing one. Okay, oh, great. I remember great. last time I couldn't yeah. really tell you. No, I knew it, but I couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, that's uh, nice. No, it's 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 uh, it's in the it's in the plans. So um, beginning of of next year, we we are going to uh, Australia and New Zealand and some shows in Asia together with White Snake again. Right. Which was special guest on the South American tour. Yeah, that's right. I saw the photo. It was yeah. Coverdale's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What a fantastic band, you yeah. know, and and the nicest guys, and yeah. makes it so easy to tour. Yes. Yeah. And and I I, I stand there and watch this sh their show pretty much every night. Not the full show. Got to get ready yeah. for myself after you know two thirds of it or so, and I'm just goosebumps the whole time, you know fucking musicianship and the songs i mean every song is better than the other yeah you know? yeah, yeah so i'm a great white snake fan so to me it was such enjoyment but we are doing this uh, little tour in february okay i believe uh 19th of february we start so after that is full on with the record nice great. Great, great, nice great. and we all agreed on blackout a rougher yeah. and tougher and dirtier record. Yeah. Then if we manage to do it, I don't know. Right. But we definitely will try to make it another real fucking blackout hard. And I will do everything in my power to to play as tough as I can, you know. Mm. I even go from a fucking Happy Meal to a Big Mac. Who knows? <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> That will rough me up a bit, right? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see about that. But that is in the works. So nice. I'm very, very happy to say that. Nice. Cool. Looking forward to it. call it uh, yeah uh, a, forklifter. a forklift yes yes a forklifter <laughs> with 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 big pallets of, of beer and <laughs> booze and the whole bay was full and he said i've never seen anything like it he said you're gonna have a great time going here down the road and he's still to this day uh, a talk about that wow I believe wow. he mentioned this on Lemmy's funeral as well. Actually. Oh, right. oh really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that 
he said, oh my God, these guys are fucking nuts, wow. you know. It's not a couple of cases of beer and, and, and a few bottles. I mean, they came with a forklift rolling it in to our bay in the bus and the whole bus tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> and we go, okay, we can go 100 miles now. <laughs> that was fun. Wow, that's Matt, cool. Matt Sorum, you're still pretty good friends with him? Oh, yeah, very much so. And, and such a humble guy, you know, and mm. super drummer. And I'm so glad that he actually got to stand in for me, you know. Yes, that, he that did, right. Yeah. And he did uh, uh, such a good number, too. And uh, I would not maybe the first choice have, have, have said Matt Sorum because he he's more of a, a groovy... John Bonham type of drummer, you know. I I thought maybe someone like uh, you know Bobby Rodnelli or or more of a hard rock drummer in that way. But didn't he say that that was his his hardest gig ever? Yes. Yeah. And and when when I came back in in Calgary, Canada, to the tour from the jungle, uh, uh, Matt has had left at that time, and the crew said, "Oh, we've been laughing, Mickey. What what do you mean, like oh?" He's been walking around with bloody hands <laughs> and, and band-aids and looking like, a, you know, he was really destroyed, you know. <laughs> but he did such a great job and he worked his ass off to do it. And now he says it's, it, it was uh, probably one of the, the most honorable uh, things he's done in his whole career. Yeah. He values that uh, a lot, so... Thank you, Matt Sora, for stepping in for me and and saving my ass so I could go and experience that jungle deal. Right. And uh, and at the same time, to it was great because he sat next to me for a couple of shows before I left from Boston, and and I had a couple of A4 sheets written down for him. Here, you gotta pace yourself. Here, here is okay. You can kick it in here, think about this thing here, Lemmy would usually say this here, and then this comes, and so just a few notes for him to, to study, and he go, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, Mick, yeah, yeah, have a good one in jungle, and I go, poor bastard, <laughs> he has no idea what he's in for, and, and he was like, oh my God, Mickey, when you left and I got going, I realized, what the fuck have I got into? Because they had, they took no prisoners. They were going full on right yeah. away, and and yeah. poor Matt in the back had to catch on, you know. Yeah. So it, it's not an easy. It wasn't an easy thing. No. Mm. But he did it well, and we're super good friends today still. So. Love cool. It. That's great. That's a great story. Very, very, very cool one. It's a happy story. It it's is a great story. Absolutely, I love good fun stories. <laughs> yes, especially when they end out fun. You know, I'm sure Matt didn't think it was that much fun after, let's say, four or five, six shows. Right. When your hands start really swelling up, because yeah. this was something completely different than he would have been playing. Yeah. 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 Up to oh, yeah. to that point. And, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, technically, and and as a drummer, fuck yeah, no problem. You 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 nail this. That's no problem. But the physical bit is a little different. And I said, look, let me, he takes no prisoners. He, he's going to say, thank you. And that's it. You're mm. into next song. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. 
there's few people I've kind of come across like yourself where everyone wants to meet you. You know, uh, whether it's a Slayer or whether it's a Metallica or whether it's yeah. uh, whoever, everyone is, oh, it's Mickey D. It, like even the Nicky Sixes and all this. Oh, there's Mickey D. Or is Mickey D around? Is yeah. he even yeah. in Stockholm? <laughs> so many people say that. And, um, you know, do, do you understand that? Do you I'm understand a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, when you say this, it's funny because me and Joel, guitar player with Whitesnake, mm-hmm. we were hanging out by the pool one day and we were talking about this because he's the same type of guy. Said so Mickey, I noticed, you know, you are the Nicomac brain in, in Scorpions <laughs> now. You know, you 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 talk with everybody, yeah. you go sign with everybody, you give the because f- he's doing a lot of social media too. Right. Mm. He plays with Cher. He yeah, was here yeah, with Cher. Yeah. He, he was fucking he was great. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was so Are you good. kidding? Yeah. I wanted to go, uh, we were invited to go come to the show. He put two ticks aside for us. I said, I just can't make it. That was Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I said, I'm so sorry, Joel. I would love to see Cher to begin with. Yeah, hell yeah. And especially with him playing too. But we just couldn't get away. We had so much in in Gothenburg. But we were just talking about that. And and I really do appreciate that because when people say that, that means that I'm coming across in that way. And and that's how I like to be coming across to Mm. people. I'm an easy, normal going fucking guy that play drums. And play them pretty fucking good too. Yeah, uh, that's it, and and no complications and not not. And I enjoy uh, sharing my experiences mm. on, on social media, mm. little video clips. I talk to the fans. I, I I normally go to normal clubs after the show and rock bar or, and and yeah, the rumor uh, will actually spread after so many years that at least I'm not a jerk. No. And of course, everybody don't like me, you know, and I don't like everybody. So, but that's life. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. I'll accept that. That's no problem. No. Yeah. It's a great way to be. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Great yeah. way to say. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't forget to say I'm a super good drummer. I said that. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll highlight I'll, that. I'll say it again. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm fucking kick-ass drummer. <laughs> Okay, so don't you forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, we're pretty much done. Yes. That's it. Um, Excellent. Mia has done? brought me some, some pigoline candy, which... Uh, so, so I just have to buy it. Oh, you can get it in candy you now? Can get oh, it in wow. candy oh, I Jesus didn't know. Christ. Is that what you were... T- no, I thought I, you had E20 ice cream. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the East class. <laughs> I know. Oh, the East class. But these... Have you tried this? I love them. Oh. I've never seen them before. This will... Yeah, of course. <laughs> this, this I never see that. We're going to open them and try them. <laughs> uh, i got to try one. Mickey, uh, thanks for your time. Thank, Thank you. you very pleasure, much. Pleasure Always having you pleasure. on. And yes. We'll, uh, and, uh, we'll talk again to you soon. Yeah, that's it. I'll uh, say thank you from Mickey D here, and I'm glad to check out. Started losing my voice now after oh, the whole day, but... You always get the last. I know. Last one. <laughs> Next one, you got to do the first. Absolutely. One. All right. Thanks and bye. Thank you.